0: Welcome to the podcast that takes you with us, without kidnapping you. Travel,
1: Instigator. We bring our travel stories and some funny behind-the-scenes happenings to life in this fresh new take on telling travel tales. Travel instigator. Are you ready to take off? Let's go. As seen in Swanky Retreats and Caribbean Living Magazines.
0: Hello everybody. Hello again. So this week we are going to Hotel El Ganzo in Los Cabos. Los Cabos, Mexico. There it is. This format, you know, we don't we don't even dare say the word format. We this don't have a format. We t- just
1: roll every week's different.
0: That's right. That's why you gotta tune in. Keep up.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, David, you were not with me on this particular adventure.
1: Sadly, I missed this one.
0: So, you're going to tell me, you're going to ask me some of your...
1: Yeah, I mean, I had a chance to read uh, the article in In Swanky Swanky Retreats. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like an amazing place uh, to visit. It was really good. But I want to pick your brain on some of the details and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that you saw.
0: As I do. <laughs>
1: Actually, speaking of as I do, you use that uh, phrase quite a bit in your article. W- what does that mean?
0: I do, right, I do use that in in the piece, in the magazine, because I, I travel a little differently than people might surmise how the editor-in-chief of a luxury travel magazine may travel. I... I tend not to look up places that I'm invited to. So when I got the invitation to Hotel El Ganzo, I went in blindly, as I do. I don't want to raise or lower expectations. I want to go in and basically have a, a blank canvas, a clean slate, go in without expect. Of course I know it's going to be an amazing place because I don't get invite, invited to bad places. No. Yeah, it's going to be good and I figure that my hosts know what my audience likes and what I like. So why even fudge it and and pretend that it's anything other than spectacular. So as I do, I don't look it up, but I will say that I I had heard a lot about Cabo and Los Cabos and
1: right. I think your as I do is different than my as I do. Tell me, because well, I like to research. You, you do? know me; we, we're quite different in the way we go about getting ready to travel. Oh yeah, I like to know all about it before I go. So maybe I am forging an opinion beforehand.
0: That's okay. It doesn't seem to have hurt my lo-
1: experience,
0: though. Listen, people make travel agents. Uh, they make itineraries. They design their experiences. I just like to fall into it. And you know, I think that's why we make such great travel companions, because I can rely, I, I feel even more comfortable when we're traveling together, because I know you've done your research, and I know you've got your maps ready when when we get somewhere here. <laughs> so if I'm ever like, oh, I want, is there a chapel that we, is there some, where is that river? I know you know.
1: Yeah, I got it.
0: You got it. I
1: researched it.
0: Yes. You
1: do. Anyway, so what were your f- kind of first impressions of, you know, Yeah, you must have had a vision in your mind versus what you actually saw when you got there?
0: Oh, gosh, yeah. So my driver picked me up in the, the black SUV, you know, met me VIP style. As they do. As they do. <laughs> and as we were driving through the arid countryside that greets you as you leave the airport um, compound, I was just like staring out the window and and he was trying to make small talk as they do. And (laughs) as I did, I was just peering out the window, hoping to see that that big split. It had to be a, a big split because what I'd heard about Cabo was, you know, boys in really tight bathing suits, pouring out of bars filled with tequila just just up party party town and what i saw was an airy landscape and i was like does it just pop up like vegas right vegas right. just pops up so i wanted to be on alert for that transition so finally after about 15 minutes of driving and me staring out the window he's like what, what do you? What, if you don't mind me asking, what are you doing? What are you looking for? And I told him, I said, I, you know, I heard it's a bunch of hotels and bumper-to-bumper bumper people and parties. He's like, oh, we're not going that way. And I was relieved. <laughs> we made a left. There was a fork in the road at some point. made a left, and the party scene was to the right.
1: Sounds like it was the right choice.
0: The right choice. I see what you did there. I love that.
1: So so you talk uh, about the hotel it really as uh, the focus that they have on on the arts. You even talk about it as kind of like a blank canvas.
0: The hotel is a blank canvas. Hotel Ganzo is built for art, right? It, it, you could be a graphic artist, a culinary artist, a musical artist or just like I am an escape artist and find yourself surrounded in this place by all sorts of amazing treats. So it is pretty much a blank canvas as you drive up as you approach there's there's a, a Land Rover Defender the hotel car sitting out front in front of this three-story where you don't know it's three-stories. It's just a wall that's about three-stories high because there are no windows on the facade facing the the, the driveway, if you will, the carport, the car park. And there's Willy Wonka in different seated positions, like he's about to tumble, painted in his purple outfit on the bottom. And if you arrive at daytime, the Hotel El Gonzo sign, you could tell it lights up at night. To become neon, like a neon red sign. A beacon, which one night we found we needed because we did walk into town and there are no street lights. This is like an artisan village, an artist's village where the hotel is situated. And on the walls are, are, are different. It's, it's like you're walking and living in a gallery. In an ever-changing gallery. So some of the things that I'll speak about today, some of the artwork that I saw may not be there now. Yeah,
1: temporary installations.
0: Yeah, because they have an a artist-in-residence program where they invite different visual artists and musical artists in to have their way with the canvas that is the hotel. Yeah, and at least
1: temporarily become part of the hotel itself.
0: Absolutely. Each, so interesting. Yeah, each of the suites are painted differently, decorated differently. You have a, a skull in one, a Dia de los Muertos. Am I saying that right? Day of the Dead? Uh, a skeleton skull on one. You've got guys with dreadlocks greeting you as a black and white, almost looks like a finger painting outside. I stayed in the blue door room. And guess what color the door was? Green? It was blue. Blue, of course. Damn, it. Of course it was blue.
1: How obvious.
0: <laughs> Puerto Azul. It was a blue door. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. it. It's an inspiring place. It really is. I love it. So you,
1: uh, you talked about visual arts and recording. Uh, you, you talk about they have a recording studio <laughs> there.
0: Yeah. Please ask for a tour. Um, pro tip: Ask for a tour. Do not fall into it because you can easily fall into the studio.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw pictures. The entry to this place is quite unique.
0: It's a, basically it's a trap door, right? <laughs> it's in, it's flush in the lobby, center lobby, and if they didn't have that door covering it, you would walk right, well slip right down a steep flight of stairs to this world-class recording studio people are chomping at the bit to get in there well some to fall in but it is a curated space and by invitation only can artists partake in recording down there but it is a beautiful setup
1: very cool you actually had a chance to uh, partake in an intimate musical performance when you were there
0: I sure did. Raylan Baxter was in residence when I went, and he's—he is just a treat. He typically lives in in his van. I'm going to call it a Sprinter van. I'm not sure what the brand is, but he lives in his van and tours the United States driving around in this. So he felt pampered and spoiled being at Hotel El Ganzo. He was like. Um, this is luxury. <laughs> this is not my man. But he's got this very, I don't know, it's not a wistful voice. I'm trying to find the right adjective. It's, it's soulful, but le- it reminds me of an Elvis Costello, if, if I'm not wrong.
1: It's a little hypnotic almost. Yeah, I was hypnotic. listening to a few of his tracks when we were getting ready to, to do the podcast. and Yeah, yeah very nice. Unique artist
0: and And a unique way to experience him as an artist uh, we were sitting by the pool one day he had done a rehearsal, he came up, just started chatting as we're I'm in the pool, he's on a chair <laughs> chit chatting later that night. I'm ten feet away from him while he's performing his latest and greatest. I loved it, so that's the kind of experience you can encounter with musical artists and visual artists there was Actually, uh, an artist painting um, an ode to Mother Nature, if you will, on the side wall of the hotel that's facing the marina is of a young girl crying out to the rest of us to please take care of the ocean, with a whale swimming, if you will, if you can imagine swimming just behind her. It, it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, very very cool.
0: Yeah.
1: So you actually got the chance to be a bit of an artist yourself in in a couple of different media.
0: Yeah, in in a couple of different...
1: So so you you did
0: a a cooking class. I did. What was that like? Cooking, air quotes, right? Cooked with salt, right? Pico de gallo. (laughs) That's a Mexican classic. It was, and it tasted delicious. Chopped the onions, the tomatoes. That was a lot of fun. Then we got to eat it with some chips. And then uh, what was the other one you were saying? Where you did some mixology as well. Oh, yeah. First of all, before I got to the mixology with the mezcal, I created a sunflower out of a lime, and Great. I loved that. That's a nice skill to have. It is. I'm going to use it one day at the house. Yeah, I haven't
1: seen it. you do that, but... Okay.
0: Uh, I should never have told you I that. You've
1: got me now. Gosh. I'm going to remind you next time. <laughs>
0: Next weekend, I'll be, I'll be on sunflower, lime sunflower duty. And we made a mezcal cocktail, artisanal mezcal, of course.
1: Yeah, was that your introduction to mezcal? You're a bit of a mezcal gal.
0: I'm a mezcal gal. So let's rewind. No, I, w- I think that was my introduction to artisanal mezcal, you know, not in bulk. Um, and I loved it. But remember back in university with the worm on the bottom what we thought or I thought was tequila Yeah,
1: I thought that was tequila as well no, back in the day.
0: the people are telling me that was mescal, so apparently i've I've been around mescal since I was younger
1: <laughs> but, but maybe not in a good way not in a
0: good way, no, not in a very good way, and also. The artisanal mescals are a lot nicer. They're a lot smoother, a lot more tasty, and I love them. And now I'm a mescal head. No worm, please.
1: No worm. No worm. Good Lord, no.
0: I might do the worm, but I'm not going to eat. No. No. Nope.
1: What other arts did you... I think I saw um, a little movie that you made on your iPhone...
0: Oh, that one. Yeah, that was...
1: You were inspired to get some art going when you were there.
0: I, I tell you, this place is inspirational. So it. The, let me preface this by saying I made a horror movie. Nothing about Hotel El Ganso is horrific or should bring a horror movie to mind. What did trigger this, inspired this movie-making madness, was our bicycle ride, over to the beach for a swim at one of the region's only swimmable beaches. And along the way, there were statuary. There was a Fu Manchu-looking statue uh, sitting on top of a seahorse pointing onward as though he were Poseidon. And then there were three faceless monks. This is all statuary, guys.
1: Those looked pretty inspirational for a horror movie. I think, you know, if in, I'm in, right. in the dark, those might have been a little spooky. If I'm Those brave, monks. I'll put
0: up the movie that I that we created, if I'm brave enough. I'm not sure. But that was where that came from. And then also, the school.
1: Yeah, I saw you were, uh, it was like a little art competition you had going there.
0: With third graders, yeah. What about it? Did you win? I lost. Embarrassing. <sighs> but l'école is the name of the school, which is the word... School in French. see. <laughs> what? And they, this is what Hotel El Ganso has done. It's created a school in the community, give back to the community. Of course, it's focused on art and not just the art of beating PETA at drawing underwater <laughs> creatures, but also the art of gardening. They are teaching the kids to grow things that are actually used at the resort. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. I picked an aubergine that they grew. We've got lemongrass. It's, listen, it's such a wholesome experience, guys. I could go on and on. Yeah.
1: Sounds really amazing. And I saw the pictures. It looked like such a great time. Oh.
0: Please go. Everybody, visit Hotel Ganzo. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Thanks for interviewing me, David. Oh,
1: my pleasure. Actually, this is our first kind of interview-style uh, podcast. I thought it went Okay
0: really well. I enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us on our latest adventure. PETA is PETA Phipps, publisher, producer, all-around entrepreneur, and the travel instigator. David is David Blair, an engineer, travel cohort, blossoming photographer, and thinks he is a badass motorcycle rider. And he is very Scottish.